Well, good afternoon, everybody. It's a dog with you on a good old Monday. It's, what is it, the 18th of March, 2019. No guests today. We don't need them. We got a relaxed Jim Senecrobia back from the wars of covering 44 games. Him and his, the Finger Lakes one team, and Jimmy can send some love out to those cats uh, when we get to it. But also, we're going to talk about the Midlake Screaming Eagle girls who had had a phenomenal, phenomenal season. Yes, they got beat in the finale, but doesn't tell you how great that team is. And I brought it in, folks. Yeah, baby, guess what? It's March Madness time. I got my brackets. Me and Jim are going to go through some of these and try to figure out who's going to win this ball of wax. It's a Monday. It's time for Weber This Week. Well, at top of the good old Monday afternoon, it's 3.01. It's great to be with you, the dog with you, along with my buddy and owner of this place, Jim Senecropi. We're here to uh, talk about several topics today, primarily centered around the game of basketball. Uh, first off, Jimmy, welcome back from the wars, and you have been on the road for several months, you and the <laughs> team. It's good to have you back. You look a little more relaxed, and now you have at least a chance to catch your breath before you worry about... Uh, the next season. <laughs> yeah, well, have some golf to play before that. Yes, I know. Out. You're looking forward to swinging the clubs. Uh, Jimmy, uh, you were there. Uh, Midlake Screaming Eagle Girls, uh, phenomenal, phenomenal year run, uh, uh, led by uh, some sensational players. And really, everybody played well on the team. I listened to most of the game, and I did follow some of their uh, trails throughout the uh, run for the state championship. They came up a buck short. Uh, but you know what? Uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of, Jimmy. You were there to call it. Tell us a little about uh, your impressions of the girls. And uh, so they got beat bad, but it, to me it's uh, not so much the loss that they incurred. It's the way they ran the season, and they had a phenomenal year. Yeah, well, they got beat bad in the state championship game, but by that point they're the only Wayne Finger Lakes team still playing. Um, you know, and there's really – they were one of uh, – mm -hmm you know, uh, 12 girls basketball teams in the whole state that we're still playing. So they've got nothing to be ashamed of. And the thing about that team is um, a lot of times you look at the real good girls basketball teams and they'll have, you know, a, a couple of really bigger girls, um, you know, that stand out. But this Midlakes team wasn't physically impressive. When you looked at them, they didn't look any different than your average team. You know, so what was it that made them special? Um, you know, Elena Forbes is a really, really good player. Um, Kara Walker played bigger than she is. Is just a sophomore. She's just super tough, super athlete. Macy Kisner is just an incredibly intelligent player um, and talented. Sometimes she gets overlooked a little bit, but she was uh, phenomenal over the past couple of years. The team's leading rebounder. And um, and then Sydney Pasolacqua, who is their center, even though she doesn't look like a center. She's the tallest girl on the team, but she's only – Five nine or five ten and and thin, you know. She's uh, but she's battling against these bigger girls like the Grace Thibel, soft six two sophomore for Irvington was just, uh, you know, she looked like a college player. Um, so Sydney Passlock would have to contend with those types of players all season, and um, you know, and then the rest of the team, uh, you know, Hannah Galloway and Lydia Day. Uh, was just you know a solid team, and they were really worked good together. They had faith in each other. 
Um, they knew how to win games. They certainly played a type of pressure defense that nobody else in the Wayne Finger Lakes leagues could match. And they really, you know, they rolled through sectionals, second straight sectional title in school history, or, or third straight in school, third, second straight sectional title, third mm-hmm. in their school's history. Mm-hmm. And two straight trips to the Final Four. One of them resulted in a appearance in the championship game. And, um, you know, I can tell you before that game started, I didn't feel too good about their chances. Um, this Irvington team was a dynasty type of program. And, um, but, you know, you thought maybe, but then right from the start, uh, Irvington just kind of rolled rolled through them. But uh, kudos to them for winning the semifinal game against Canton, playing that one last game in the title game. And those girls have nothing to be ashamed of. It's I'm going to miss watching that team play over the past couple of years because they were truly a, a great team. Yeah, and during this broadcast, Jimmy's got some pictures. I think we're going to throw some up there during the broadcast. Uh, yeah, these are from the Messenger Post, Jack okay. Haley. Jack, Good. Uh, Bob Chavez, or Jack yep. Haley photos. Good. Take some shots at them and show some of the fine uh, athletes. There we go. You know, it's tough when you lose, especially the big one. But, uh, you know, this is the emotion and the, uh, you know, they say the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. You can see some agony on on the bench there. Obviously, they were not thrilled with the result, but uh, you know, they'll find a way to rebound, and they'll no pun indicated. They'll find a way to move on. Uh, they made an outstanding run, and uh, you know, having broadcast many basketball games in my time with uh, WSFW and now with Finger Lakes One, since I haven't done a game in a couple of years, it's not big on making those treks anymore. I leave it for the younger folks like Jim and his team. And Jimmy, as we show Mid Lakes. Uh, it takes uh, more than yourself to pull out these games. The uh, South Seneca women's coach, uh, legendary coach, uh, Mrs. Mott, uh, was broadcasting alongside of you. and uh, Yeah, usually she's still playing at that time of year. Yeah. So I was lucky um, that she was out that way for an athletic director's conference and was able to sit in and call those games. Uh, brought yeah. a great perspective to things as someone who's won a state championship in 2016 – um, and then returned to the final four in 2017. Um, you know, she was she did a great job. And speaking of doing a great job, uh, we don't show enough love to our own team here at Finger Lakes One. I know Jimmy oversees it, and he calls a lot of the games himself. Uh, but there's a lot of other people that are in the mix. Jimmy, why don't you spend a minute and send some love to the folks that may not be aware? Shame on you if you didn't listen to these broadcasts because our team is a very talented one. To, uh, talk about some of the folks that uh, were traveling with you throughout the four by the way jim tells me finger lakes one did 44 basketball games 44 yeah it's pretty amazing and i thought when i was doing it we got like low 30s we thought that was a big deal so talk a little bit about uh the other folks that make this thing work every year um well jason hunt is pretty much my uh other producer he's does everything i do when i'm not there um you know, he can participate in any facet of our broadcast, and uh, so he's invaluable. And his brother Jeremy is our main cameraman who is, was at 42 of the 44 games, 41 of the 44 games. God, it's amazing. Um, and, you know, he really uh, is talented when it comes to manning that main camera for our broadcasts. Uh, it's uh, not, I've I've run the camera every now and then, and it's you can. It's not good when I do it. <laughs> he does a great job. Um, 
you know, and they both follow the leagues very closely too, which helps mm-hmm. us put on a good production. And then um, Paul Russo came on board this year and helped a lot on the production side. He might step into the booth next year a little bit. Dave Barnick on play-by-play um, for several games. Color commentators Tony Robinson and Mike Alessio and Nick Ciotti and Zach Young and Coach Jerry Anderson, Miners girls coach, helped out in the girls' postseason quite a bit. Kevin Sharp is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to call a game with Corzy, Kevin Korzineski, after the Miners boys lost in the postseason. Um, geez, I don't want to miss anybody. I didn't list. I didn't bring Matt Verkey. Uh, yeah, Vert called a game. Yeah. He's assistant coach of the girls' team with Jerry's, but he called uh, one game with me in the the Minders Mid Lakes game. Um, geez, I don't want to leave anybody out. I'm sure I am. Well, but, got the majority of the folks. Yeah. If we think of anybody else during the broadcast, we will. And I want to thank, uh, I know Jimmy wants to send thank you to all the sponsors that supported our basketball coverage because without sponsors, uh, Jim couldn't have done one game, let alone 44. It takes quite a bit of expenses to move the equipment and to go to these various sites. Yeah, Generations Bank been with us since the beginning. Um, Bill Cram Chevrolet <clears throat> the past couple of years sponsored the halftime show. Um, also purchased our main vehicle that we from Bill Cram where that we haul that equipment all around the area. Um, we've got uh, Little John Orthodontics, which has been with us now for. Since the beginning, yeah. Um, yeah, they sponsor the post game show. Um, Dr. Rod Little John, you know, huge supporter of Great guy. high school sports. And uh, Marshall's Exteriors came on this year as is uh, one of our top four sponsors. Um, so that's a great brand from up there in Newark. Their business is growing like crazy. Um, we're glad that they were a part of of everything we do. And um, and then uh, Marquee Exhibits came on as a postseason sponsor. Um, which really helped us extend our budget through the second season, the postseason, which yep. can get which gets really crazy. So Marquee Exhibits and Joe Helgado, and then you know there's ten, twelve other sponsors sure. too that you know on smaller packages that uh, contributed. So yeah, it was yeah. great. It's great. It's a lot of fun. It does get tough once the postseason hits and you're doing. Oh. Geez, I think at one point we did nine games in six days. <laughs> pretty amazing yeah 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 well hey great great year great job and uh, to all the members of the team uh great job as usual uh because jimmy has surrounded himself with a lot of good talented people and that makes it very nice to check out during the broadcast when we can watch it uh be it live or when you're uh forbidden to do it live on the state championships games you're also can hear it live radio. but just yep. not with the video that's right it's live radio well, folks, I uh, got the bracket here. Uh, it's 11 minutes after 3. Myself and Jimmy, we're talking B-Bell today, basketball. Hey, it's March Madness. We'll give you my thoughts and see if Jimmy agrees or disagrees. Welcome to Weber This Week. Let's hear from the great sponsors. Del Lago Resort and Casino has something for everyone. 2,000 slot machines, 99 gaming tables, The Vine featuring top national music and comedy acts, The Dining Options, The Great Portico by Fabio Viviani, The Farmer's Market Buffet, The Social Cafe and Bar, and the 14,000 square foot European style spa. Del Lago offers massages, body treatments, and facials, plus a full service salon. Visit DelLagoResort.com 
for more information. Cayuga Lake National Bank, offices in Union Springs and Aurora, a fine sponsor of mine for over 35 years. Great staffing at Cayuga Lake National Bank. Check them out. DA's Liquor on Bridge Street in Seneca Falls. Amy Padula and her team will find the right spirit for you every time. When you stop in, tell Amy the dog sent you. By the way, the Padula family has been a sponsor of mine for 33 years. Bostrom Farms is a butcher shop focused on providing fresh local meat to the Finger Lakes region. The retail store is located on Routes 5 and 20 in Stanley. They offer a full range of pork, beef, and chicken products that you can feel real good about. Buying food for your family should be fun. At Bostrom Farms, we put the fun and trust back into buying meat. The McGee Diner, located off New York State Thruway Exit 41. The McGee Diner has earned their reputation as a popular family restaurant, serving country-fresh home-cooked meals daily. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and check out their menu at McGeeDiner.com. And I thank Gary and Kathy Schlegel for their fine support of Weber this week. Seneca Metals is an award-winning company that has earned a reputation of going above and beyond to protect the environment and support their community. As an EPA inspector once said, their operation is head and shoulders above the rest. The Child Advocacy Center of the Finger Lakes is a child-friendly location where allegations of physical or sexual abuse are responded to by a multidisciplinary team of professionals. The team works together to conduct a thorough investigation and to provide necessary support services to children and their non-offending caregivers with a goal of minimizing further trauma to a child. The Newark Pilots of the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League, a minor league team with a major league ballpark. Season ticket packages available at NewarkPilots.com. The Omen Theater on William Street in Lyons. See what's playing this week at TheOmenTheater.com, a fine sponsor of Weber This Week. The Wilson Press in Seneca Falls. My good pal, Rich Ricky, and his team can handle all of your printing and mailing needs. Visit them online at WPress.com. Oh, welcome back, everybody. The dog with you on a chilly Monday. We're supposed to see 50 in a couple of days. We hope that uh, arrives. Uh, I looked at the long-range forecast. I was telling Mary this morning we got some 48s and low 50s coming up. So, knock on wood, it'll change for the good. And we'll maybe even hear the 60 number, 70 number. Wouldn't that be good, huh, Jim? You got your clubs all washed up? Yeah, so it's right. coming sooner or later. That's right. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, speaking of Del Lago, just kudos to my friend, uh, uh, Jason Klug out there who heads up the entertainment at Del Lago. If you missed the Jay Leno concert over the weekend at Del Lago, I know tickets were sold out like weeks ago. Uh, myself and my wife, along with uh, Gene and Sandy Lopez, our good friends, we visited their Friday night spectacular show. Did not miss one single beat. Not one beat. Amazing. Did not use one word of profanity. Not one word of profanity in an hour and a half. Hour and a half he did. Going from one thing to another, talking about his mom. It was absolutely hilarious. So 
I'm only warning you if he comes back to the area, get your tickets real early because they were sold out both Friday and Saturday night. Kudos to my friend Jason Clue to get him in for those two nights. And he's got some great shows coming up. So just go on to Del Lago Resort and Casino.com and just punch entertainment. You'll see the upcoming acts. A lot of good shows coming up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, it's that time of the year where myself and uh, Jimmy get a little excited. I know I do. Uh, I might add. Uh, some of the people who watch the soap operas on CBS aren't thrilled because Friday and Saturday they are zapped out for March Madness. It's been going on for a zillion years, and as long as CBS has the uh, rights for this, I don't know if they're ever going to give it up. It'll still be that situation. But, Jim, as you, uh, you know, you're a big ACC follower. Obviously, your beloved Syracuse Orange are part of the ACC. Yeah. Syracuse, of course, drawing the number eight. They were always projected to be at eight or a nine. And they came in right at the 8. They'll take on Baylor uh, coming up uh, Thursday night. And that game will go off at 10 p.m. If you're lucky. Yeah, you're Maybe right. Later. Yeah, it might be 10-20. Uh, not to worry. Uh, my good old wife's ready to get psyched for that game. She's a big follower. And uh, I can tell you right now, there's no chance of me staying up that late. So I will DVRing it, make sure I tape it. Um but, you know, I always kid about uh, Jimmy Beheim and the relationship with the uh, selection committee. They sent him out to Utah. I mean, <laughs> you know, Jimmy, that's a long flight out to Utah. But they're heading out there, and they're in the same bracket. And I'm of the belief, and Jimmy can correct me if I'm wrong and change his opinion or make his opinion different than mine. I look at the brackets. I look at the teams. ACC with three teams, uh, number one seeds. Carolina, North Carolina. Of course, Duke, number one overall. Gonzaga, North Carolina, and uh, Virginia. And who? Virginia. Oh, Virginia. That's right. They got beat. Virginia. That's right. Uh, but I'm of the belief that it's going to be a one or a two seed winning this thing. I don't know why I get that feeling. I just think if you look at the eight teams that I'm talking about, and Jim just talked about them, I did too as well. So you got Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, and uh, Gonzaga. And Gonzaga. The two seeds, Michigan State playing great basketball right now. They're in the Syracuse bracket, by the way. Uh, the other two seed is Michigan. Are you sure? Is it Michigan State in the Duke bracket? Oh, yeah, they are in the Duke, but they eventually would end up playing Syracuse. If they played in the Final right. Four. Yeah, they had to go all the way to the end. But they're, I mean, you're right, not in the bracket, I'm sorry. But they eventually could meet, if you never know. things. Mm -hmm. But also... hope so. Yeah. Michigan is a two-seed as well. So, But if you look on the other side of the bracket, this year, obviously, it's south and midwest, and again, again, east and west. So on the south side, you have Virginia, and then you have Tennessee, who's playing great basketball, number two-seed Tennessee. North Carolina, uh, need no introduction. They are playing great basketball. And, of course, Kentucky, number two-seed. So I don't know, Jim. I look at this my way. Let's, not, let's send some love to Buffalo, you know? Yeah. I pick on the Bills, but I don't pick on uh, the their football. Yeah, I don't pick on their uh, football program and their basketball program. They got a nice program, thirty-one and three. They got the sixth seed, and uh, they will be playing the winner of the St. John Arizona State game. Okay, so that'll be interesting to watch unfold. But I guess there's disappointment, my friend. Uh, you know, uh, Leslie Oman, I'm sure is not happy about uh, North Carolina State being not allowed in they were barred at the door now i don't understand some of the equations or some of the theories that the committee looks at they used to look at rpi and they consider rpi a big thing they got rid of that and then they come up with what is called the net 
I don't know what the NAT means. I think the NAT means something about then they have the quad one. If a quad one is when you play a, a strong team. A quad two is a little lesser than a one, and then three, and then a four. If you play a hapless team, you're playing a quad four. I guess you get certain points. I don't understand it either. Um, but North Carolina State, and to my friend Leslie, I was surprised. I thought they would get in, and they didn't, because their uh, net was like 35, and St. John's got in, and their net is like 77. So I don't know. It seemed to me, based on those, how St. John's could get in and Carolina State be out. I, I don't get it. And I guess we could argue that till the cows come home. But it's, that's why it's called Selection Sunday. You just never know, I guess. Uh, I think I was disappointed in that. I was pulling for uh, Leslie Oman, who's a big supporter of the North Carolina Ball Club in any sport. That Terrible they did not out of conference it. schedule. Yeah, you said that, yeah. But, um, you know, you look at, uh, you know, like, I don't know. You look at Duke, and of course we talk about Duke. Uh, Duke's a phenomenal team, and make no mistake about it. I know that I'll put the I'll put the whammy on Duke, uh, but to watch Duke without Zion, he was missing four or five or six games or whatever it was. But to see him with Zion in there, it's mind-boggling to me. I made the statement on Facebook a couple of times last week about my amazing uh, understanding of watching him play when he's on the court, Zion. And I'm going to be 74, knock on wood, in another month. And in my lifetime, I don't think I've seen three or four basketball players, I don't even know if he's he's in the top three or four that I've ever seen play basketball. This kid does it all. I mean, he throws three-pointers, swish, swish, swish. No, he, he doesn't shoot good from three. Oh, he doesn't shoot good from outside. Well, I don't know. You better. Shooter. He does hit some threes, though. I saw him one night hit three in a row. I mean, a kid can throw it up. But That's the, the one thing he can't yeah. do. All right. But the kid has got so many skills, Jim. You really got to give credit to him. Yeah, he's a this, freak athlete. This guy is a freak. I mean, he's really scary to watch him play. What he does underneath and, you know, rebounding, and if he misses or one of his teammates miss. You can always see his hand near the basketball. It's mind-boggling. So I put the whammy on Duke. They'll probably get beat by the uh, North, uh, North Carolina Central versus ND State in the first game, one against 16. They're vulnerable. They're not yeah. as – No, they're outside shooters. They do they do, they do do scare – they don't scare too many people on three-pointers. Right. I agree with that. They were talking today on SportsCenter. I don't know. They missed like, I don't know, two out of 19 threes or something like that. <laughs> in one of their most recent games. Mm-hmm. So you're right. They have a – boy, when they get a rolling, uh, they're tough. Uh, of course, North Carolina, I need not say any more. They're a phenomenal team again. Uh, Virginia, obviously, a good basketball team. Uh, just ask Eric is they went into the dome. I mean, went the, just crushed them like they weren't even there. Of course, keep in mind, they got that kid guy. Oh, my God, he don't miss – you talk about three points, Jim. Those guards, yeah, I, mean, I mean, they throw nothing but net. Um you know, and it, it, it's mind-boggling. Of course, Gonzaga, I'm wrestling about Gonzaga. Everybody loves Gonzaga. And, of course, they would play Syracuse, by the way. If Syracuse wins the first game and Gonzaga wins and they're expected to win, both teams are. Syracuse is a two-point favorite if you're keeping track, by the way. Uh, but if Gonzaga wins the first game and Syracuse does, you would think they would. They would play Syracuse in the next game. So that's an interesting one. But Gonzaga got beat, Jimmy, by St. Mary's. Yeah, Most they recently. also beat Duke at full yep. strength. That's um, right. But, yeah, they got crushed by St. Mary's. I like Syracuse's draw. Yeah. We'll beat Baylor, and then yep. we played Gonzaga in the tournament a couple years ago. Right. Big second back half comeback, and then we followed that up with a win against Virginia. You never know with Syracuse in the tournament. They're yep. going to play 2-3 zone, which is going to be something. A lot of teams are Baylor and 
Gonzaga haven't seen a lot of yeah. our zone. And then if we make outside shots, then yeah. we're tough to beat. I would just I would agree with you one hundred percent. I think it goes, you know, as the flow circus and uh Certainly Howard had a big game <clears throat> the other day in the uh, tournament, uh, 28 or something like that. Uh, Battle's coming back, by the way. <clears throat> Excuse me, yeah, Battle's coming remember, back. remember, Syracuse yeah. was within a couple of possessions of Duke down the stretch yeah. without Ty's battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Duke's a little overrated. Okay. I don't – I mean, I think that NCAA is going to do anything they can to keep Duke alive so Zion Williamson is in the Final Four. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, he's obviously the big star of the yeah. college season. So, I but other but other than that, yeah. Duke's beatable. Yeah. Um, you know, all those number one seeds are yeah. beatable. Wow. Um, Virginia, after losing as a one seed to a 16 last season, yeah. I'd like to think that they would be bounced back. I kind of all the one seeds, I like Virginia the best, mm. but. Again, I just think that who knows with all the money on the line yeah. that um, they're going to be doing whatever they can to get Duke into that Final Four with Zion. If all Zion right. if Duke loses in the first or second round, yeah. this this tournament loses all all of its luster because right. that's what it's become is a it's I, a all about Zion Williamson. And I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And if you're going to spotlight an individual in college basketball, he's the kid to spotlight. A kid does you know? Okay, I'll give you the argument that. He may not make the great percentage of threes, but I saw him one day make three in a row. I was amazed. Uh, you're right. He is the superstar of the NCAA tournament. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he got MVP the other day in the tournament, the ACC tournament. Uh, and I'm sure if somehow he plays in the finals, he'll probably end up getting that. Uh, he's just in a <clears> – <throat> I think he's a freak. I mean, freak in a good way, a freak in a good sense. He's got so many skill sets. Well, we'll wait and see. It all comes down. And by the way, Jimmy, switching subjects from basketball to the world of golf, do we have to always see Tiger Woods, even if he's 20 behind the lead, mm-hmm. again over the weekend? McElroy is winning this thing by at 16 under. Here's Tiger, 6 under. And you saw every single, not every shot, but where he made his birdies. Do we have to see if Tiger goes and takes a leak somewhere and they announce it on the air that he's going to the bathroom, do we have to see everything in this world about yes. Tiger? We do? Yep. I don't understand it. I get so <laughs> fed up with it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm care. not denying he's got a game. I'm not denying that he is the second greatest player to ever play the game. I don't deny that. Behind Nicholas? Yeah, because Nicholas got more majors. Majors yeah. speak. And in my mind, you're never going to convince me or any, I don't think most golf followers, majors are the paramount. And Jack's, what's he need, four, right, to tie, or three or four? Uh, Jack's got 19, Tiger's got 14, I think. Four or five. right? He needs, I think he needs, I thought somebody said he needed four. But anyways, you know, oh, my God, they just tire you to death. It just, uh, it drives me nuts. And I give him a lot of credit. He won the he won the Tour Championship last year. We all know that in Atlanta. I never thought that could happen. But, hey, give him credit. Oh, by the way, guess who's the favorite in the Masters? Tiger Woods. Yeah, that's crazy. Early, early betting favorite. All right, I got that off my chest. I feel much better. By the way, just so you know, before we get to a, a comment about a wonderful celebration and a nice party going to be coming up in a couple of weeks, I'll go into that in just a second. Uh, next week, we're going to bring in uh, some friends of mine from uh, Seneca Metals. Kind of a different type of show with Seneca Metals. A gentleman named Ben Zimmerman is coming on, and uh, Ben is involved in the preserve process at Seneca Metals where they took so many acres out there uh, to take care of the birds and wildlife, etc., etc. Ben Zimmerman will be joining Mark Benjamin and hopefully Kyle Black will be here talking about his role 
That's Ben Zimmerman's role with Seneca Metals in the acreage that they put aside in 2007. They began that process. And we have a nice video of some seven or eight minutes we're going to play next week on the show. That'll explain what the role is that he's doing out there. Uh, then the following week, uh, we're going to have, uh, we're looking to get uh, my my good buddy uh, out at Seneca, out at the Del Lago Resort and Casino, uh, Jimmer. Jimmer, my buddy, he's the head of security. We're going to get him on, hopefully. We're working on getting him for April Fool's Day. And then speaking of Benjamin, we're going to get bring in Mark's talented wife, Claire. She's going to come in and talk about some subjects that she wants to discuss as well. Hey, by the way, speaking of events coming up, uh, please uh, make note of this if you can make it. Uh, uh, spring celebration to benefit the Pathway Home. And, of course, that is, uh, as you all know, that's a phenomenal, phenomenal home and a phenomenal organization throughout the counties and throughout the country, basically, when... Uh, People are getting bad news about their health and that uh, have little, little less time than we think that before they are taken away and gone to heaven. Uh, they need a tremendous amount of assistance and care. And uh, these fine folks at the Pathway Home uh, do it so well. They're so classy and they're so dedicated to helping people that are literally, uh, you know, only got a certain length of time left in this world. But uh, there's going to be a benefit coming up on Thursday, April the 11th. It's at Seneca Falls Country Club. It's going to be from 6 to 8 o'clock. Um, again, it's at Seneca Falls Country Club. That's on Route 89. You can't miss it on the right-hand side. The music will be provided by the Lip Kerr Sisters. There's going to be some basket raffles, going to be appetizers and a cash bar. Tickets are $30 each, and they're available by giving a call out to 315-257-0307. And also, you can get tickets at Chichino's in Waterloo at the Waterloo location, the North Street Pharmacy up in Geneva, the Pathway Home board members, and again, this number, Pathway Home. Give a call out to 315-257-0307. Also, tickets can be, also be purchased through their website, www.pathwayhome.org. Myself and Mary will be there looking forward to it, and we hope that you join us and have a festive evening and raise some good monies for this phenomenal pathway home in Seneca County. So that'll do it for this Monday. We hope that you've enjoyed the show. We hope that your pick on the NCAAs is different than mine and Jimmy's. Tomorrow we, night at 10 on the Fresh Takes podcast, Jim Spina is going to be sitting in with Paul Russo. Good. Um, they're going to be talking college hoops. Excellent. So, All right. Should be fun. All right, Jim, good to have you back. You got a little fresh look on your face. You might even get more than four hours sleep now after 44 games. Congrats to our Finger Lakes 1 team. Congrats to the great sponsors that made it possible. For Jim Senecro, we this is the dog bidding you farewell.